Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Sask Ag Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskag Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today, a trio of cattle groups are calling on the Canadian government to delay the UK's bid to join a multi-nation trade agreement. The USDA's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimate report has been released. Canadian Western Agribition introduced an awards event for this year's show. And I spoke with Brad Lechner, the latest winner of the 620 CKRM Country Cookout. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. This is Saskag Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director, Ryan Young. Saskag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. Three cattle groups are calling on the federal government to defend Canada's science-based trade standards. The Canadian Cattle Association, Canadian Meat Council, and the National Cattle Feeders Association launched a campaign yesterday called Say No to a Bad Deal. President of the CCA, Nathan Finney, says the campaign raises awareness of an ongoing bilateral trade talk between Canada and the UK, specifically around beef and pork. We're basing our industry off science, um, which we always support science-based trade, science-based rules, and science-based outcomes. And we've got one of the highest, safest food systems in, Can- or in the world here in Canada, and the UK will not recognize that system as being acceptable to trade into their country. Finney says the United Kingdom not accepting Canada's food safety standards has led to a disadvantage for us. The UK's technical non-tariff trade barriers have resulted in Canada being unable to access the market, while the UK has been able to export $50 million of their meat to Canada. Despite this, Finney says Canada is supporting the UK in their bid to join the Comprehensive Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, or CPTPP. The UK is looking for acceptance and ratification into this trade deal, but they're also bringing this regulation issue along with them. And, and Canada has announced that they, the Canadian government announced that they would support their accession into the CPTPP. And we're saying absolutely not until these regulations are dealt with. So this is what the basis of the campaign is. You know, once these regulations, if we would get back to the table and, and deal with these, we would 100% support the accession of the UK into the CPTPP. The three groups emphasize fair trade, which Finney describes as reciprocal. Our beef industry, 50% of what we produce here in the country is exported. Uh, We rely heavily on exports and our growth 
in the industry relies heavily on exports. So we need to have make sure we have fair science-based and rules-based trade. And we will accept all these trade deals as long as they follow those principles. He described the term science-based, which he said frequently, as something the beef and pork industry prides itself on, conducting the necessary due diligence to ensure Canada's standards are the best in the world. The vast majority of our trading partners, when they see the Canadian flag logo on the package, they know exactly what that stands for. And we have a lot of solid partnerships that we continue to build on. And we would like the UK to recognize that uh, as well. And um, hopefully we can, we can get to that point sooner rather than later. He's had conversations with his UK counterparts who remain firm in their stance. The irony is, is they use the same you know, systems on different products, but they, it, it, it's come, came down to, you know, within their, within their government, they politicize all the regulations have to go before, before Parliament. And we're expressing that we want the only use of science-based regulations. We don't need politicized regulations to be imposed, and we're hoping that we'll get back on track with some conversations and have them realize that this is the only route that our industries globally should be, should be basing our trade and, and our production systems off of is, is a science-based approach. The three groups say, should those barriers not be removed, they're asking Parliament to ensure Canadian producers and processors are compensated for the damages and losses that will result. Up next is the USDA's WASD report. You're listening to SaskAg Today on 620 CKRM. Back with SaskAg Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of SaskAg Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, size matters. So see Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEavesTrough.ca And brought to you by Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decision, decisions with confidence, visit GrowMoreProfit.com. The U.S. Department of Agriculture boosted corn acres and cut world wheat ending stocks in the September WASDE report released yesterday. The U.S. corn area estimate rose 774,000 acres to 87.1 million, enough to offset a lower estimated corn yield. The average corn yield is being pegged at 173.8 bushels an acre, down 1.3 bushels from August. Add it up and you get 15.1 billion bushels for U.S. corn, not too far from the all-time record. Todd Holtman is the lead market analyst with DTN, the progressive farmer. It's a bit remarkable to me, given the extremes of weather we've had this year across such a wide range of growing area throughout the Corn Belt, that we're still talking about a crop that's close to a record crop this year. I find that somewhat amazing and you just have to pause and think boy what if we had good weather this year we would really have a bin buster the big corn crop also comes at a time when u.s exports are down 33 percent from last year and are at a decade low to soybeans the average yield is pegged at 50.1 bushels an acre for total production of 4.1 billion bushels for the smallest ending stocks in four years holtman says the numbers are good for soybean crushers $16.66 is what you get from crushing one bushel of soybeans into meal and oil. 
uh, that gives processors a very handsome return. In fact, uh, it's uh, still some of the best returns they've ever seen. And this all started just uh, in the past two years. And of course, it started with the new renewable diesel market for soybean oil that added so much value to the crush process. In a bit of a surprise, the USDA slashed the global wheat production estimate by 7 million tons, down to 258.6 million. Australia had the biggest reduction, 3 million metric tons. They've had a drier time this year. And of course, they're dealing with El Nino, which tends to give them drier weather. Canada also has seen dry weather in the western Canadian prairies this year, and they dropped 2 million metric tons on their wheat estimate. So Ukraine was the sole beneficiary of good wheat weather this year. Their crop estimate increased from 21 up to 22.5 million metric tons. And USDA gave them a slight export estimate increase from 10.5 to 11 million metric tons. If this ends up happening, it would be the smallest global wheat ending stocks since 2015-16. Up next is today's Ag Review. You're listening to SaskAg Today with 620CKRM Agri-News Director, Brian Young. Today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Manitoba Progressive Conservatives are promising to permanently cut in half rental fees for agricultural crown lands as part of a series of farm-related election promises. Derek Johnson, a cabinet minister seeking re-election in Interlake Gimli, says producers have been under stress since the drought of 2021, and a cut that was put in place temporarily would be made permanent. The Tories are also promising triple funding for veterinary service districts, which maintain clinics across the province if they win the October 3rd election. Johnson says that would attract new veterinarians to rural Manitoba and improve services. The Tories are also promising to double-fund the Winnipeg Humane Society for the One Health program, which provides veterinary care in underserved rural areas. Advanced polls for the election open September 23rd. Canola production numbers for Canada, as estimated by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, underwent several changes for the 2022-23 and 2023-24 crop years. The data for Canada was among the estimates the USDA's Foreign Agricultural Service, or FAS, put in its monthly report. The FAS dropped its production estimates on Canadian canola, with that for 2022-23 going from 19 million in the August report to almost 18.7 million, in line with Statistics Canada's production report issued August 29th. Output for 2023-24 was cut from 19 million metric tons as well to 18.2 million, while StatScan forecasts 17.56 million metric tons. One set of numbers that increased came with the 2022-23 exports, which the FAS raised from 7.5 million last month to now 7.95 in September but 2023-24 exports were cut from 8.4 million to 7.9 million. Dale Rizula, Saskatchewan's provincial specialist for pulses, forages and specialty crops, says that while this year's harvest is progressing well, he expects average at best pulse production this year. 
He says crop conditions were varied across the province, with the worst conditions in the southwest and the best conditions in the northeast, especially around Melfort. Razula adds that most of the reports he heard had lentil yields at 30 to 40 bushels per acre, while also hearing some places had recorded 60 bushels per acre and at least one only producing five bushels per acre. Due to the dry conditions in many parts of Saskatchewan, Razula expects chickpeas to fare the best out of the other pulse crops. On the other hand, faba beans, which are mostly grown in the northeast, are very short, and he also expects the lentil crop to be in better condition than dry peas. Grain shipments through the port of Thunder Bay are running well ahead of the year-ago level, with 3.747 million metric tons of grain shipped as of August 31st. That was up by 1.1 million metric tons from the previous year's pace, but slightly behind the five-year average, according to an update from the Port Authority. Grain movement in August came in at 608,406 metric tons, which compares with 502,502 metric tons in August of 2022. Potash and general cargo shipments were also described as strong, although year-to-date levels for both at 775,014 metric tons and 20,966 metric tons respectively were down slightly from 2022. Total cargo movement at the Port of Thunder Bay through August 31st at 4.934 million metric tons was up from 3.964 million metric tons the previous year due to the increase in grain movement. Total vessel traffic in the port of Thunder Bay increased by 50 vessels as of August 31st, year over year. The EU Agriculture Commissioner believes the European Commission should extend a temporary ban on Ukraine imports into five neighboring EU states as the measure helped boost exports outside the bloc. Ukraine has become entirely dependent on alternative European Union routes called Solidarity Lanes for its grain exports after Russia abandoned in July a year-long deal that had allowed Ukrainian grains to be shipped safely via its Black Sea ports. As a result, farmers in neighboring states, Poland, Hungary, Romania, Bulgaria and Slovakia, have faced increased competition and bottlenecks in their own markets. The European Commission announced temporary preventive measures in May that would ban sales into these five states while allowing transit to non-EU markets, mainly Africa. And that's today's AgriView. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, mainly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers. Winds from the southeast at 30, gusting to 50 kilometers an hour, then becoming light, a high of 24. Tonight, clearing. Winds from the northwest at 20 kilometers an hour, low 10. Sunshine tomorrow. Winds from the northwest at 30, gusting to 50 kilometers an hour, high of 19, the low 9. Friday, sunny, high of 19, the low 5. Saturday, sunny as well, high of 25, the low 7. Sunday, sunshine, high of 24, the low 10. 
Monday, sunny, high of 28, low 9. And Tuesday, partly cloudy, high of 21 degrees. Normal highs for this period are around 18, normal lows 4. Sun rose at 631 this morning. Sun will set at 717 tonight. Taking a look around the province in Estevan and Weyburn, 21. Swift Current, 17. Saskatoon, 19. Yorkton, 20. Hot spot in Saskatchewan, or warm spot, is Watrous at 23.5. Cool spot in South End at 16.9. In Regina, mostly cloudy. Southeast wind at 14 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 54%. Temperature 20 degrees or 68 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure at 101.1 and falling. In Moose Jaw, cloudy sky. East wind at 13. Temperature 18 degrees. Again in Regina, mostly cloudy. Southeast wind at 14. Temperature 20 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskag Today on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskag Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. The animal ag tech sector will have a place within Canadian Western Agribition. CEO of Agribition, Sean Kindop, announced the launch of the Canadian Animal Ag Tech Awards. Well, we've been having a lot of conversations again. We want to continue to be an industry leader. Uh, in the livestock sector. Um, as we continue to have conversations with people, tech is something that's forefronting. And as we've seen, uh, ag tech has been on the rise. But, and as we've been looking at a lot of the ag tech, uh, there's, there hasn't really been a huge focus on animal ag tech. Uh, we've had some great conversations with, a, with our, the folks over at Cultivator, and they've seen over 30% of the cohorts that they had coming in are in that animal ag tech sector. We just want to be able to give a lot of the uh, animal ag tech people a bit of a home. Is there, there isn't a home worldwide at the moment there's there's uh there's conferences and whatnot but there's not a place where people can come and demonstrate what they have in the livestock sector and the up-and-coming tech so we thought you know being canada's largest livestock event it was it was our duty to try and give them uh, a home he notes four finalists will be selected in three categories so that's most innovative the rising star which is going to be the up-and-coming award um, and then the Animal Egg Tech Business of the Year. Uh, so each each of the four finalists will be receiving a booth space in in the show to be able to promote what they have going on. They will also pitch to a panel of industry experts where they will show what they have to offer, a little bit about their businesses, you know, kind of talk about a little bit of financial, a little bit of Dragon's Den style. We want to let them have an opportunity to showcase their organization's in front of that panel of experts, again, if you win an award at Agribition, we want it to be a very prestigious event. Again, you've won it at uh, Canada's largest livestock event and arguably one of the more prominent livestock shows in the world. Kindop says the application window is open. Yeah, it is. So they can go to agribition.com and then there is a, there is a tab for Animal Egg Tech. So we've, we've had a lot of great conversations. I was recently in San Francisco earlier in the year. And again, we've had a lot of interest. We've had people interested from everywhere from the UK to Boston to Australia. So there's a lot of people who are very excited for this. So we feel that this is going to be a fantastic opportunity. And I think it's going to be something tested out year one. And I think it's only something that's going to be scalable. So we're very excited about it again. Deloitte is one of the partners supporting the Animal Ag Tech Awards, which Kindop is ex- excited about. Again, as we were talking about kind of launching, we made sure that we, we wanted to talk to a lot of companies that did have international recognition 
And this is, this is something that we feel is going to be very big. So again, we want to make sure that we have some, some places that have some international reach and a brand that really carries some weight. And we truly feel that Deloitte and the team that they have over there is definitely that partner. Again, we've also partnered with Economic Development Regina, Innovation Saskatchewan. So we've got a lot of partners that do have a lot of experience in the business growth. And uh, we're very happy with the partnerships that we have and are very excited to, uh, to grow this alongside our partners. The application deadline for the awards is October 6th. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. You're listening to Saskag Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskag Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Brad and Winna Lechner of Balgoni are the fifth winners of the 620 CKRM Country Cookout for the harvest season. Both were very appreciative of the win and all the festivities that went along with it. And I spoke with Brad afterward on how his harvest is going. So I just want to say uh, congratulations on winning the country cookout. How does it feel? We had a lot of fun here tonight. Congratulations to CKRM for doing this. And enjoying uh, our name. Well, <laughs> very enjoyable. All the sponsors, thank you, thank you. Awesome, and uh, let's talk a little bit about the harvest. Uh, how's that going so far? It's going very well. Uh, we're very fortunate to be in this area. Bushels are good, and um, I feel for our fellow farmers in other areas where the bushels aren't that good, kind of feel guilty a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, what kind of uh, crops are you harvesting this year? What do you got? Uh, yellow peas, That's they're done. Uh, they're They're harvested. Uh, barley that's harvested and we just finished our wheat at five o'clock today when you guys started serving the first meal so that worked out very well so i had canola we have canola quite a few acres canola to go okay all right uh you mentioned uh yields earlier Uh, do you have any numbers as to how they're doing i'm embarrassed to say them they're so damn good (laughs) i tell you what our our wheat is between 60 and 70. um our uh, peas, well, I, they're already marketed at the elevator. I know exactly what I got. It worked out to about 57 bushel an acre, yellow peas. I am extremely happy with both those yields. And our barley was right around 80. We can't complain. Canola, I swath the canola. I think I'll probably have a better canola crop last year than this year. But all my crops have surprised me to date, and the canola might surprise us too, you know. So it's not a crop failure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how have uh, how's the weather been uh, this growing season? Has it been good around here? Wow, very challenging, very challenging. Like we were short, we had lots of rain, and we had snow. I guess rain off the get go held us up even seeding. But then we were dry, just like other areas for long periods of at a time. Uh, lots of heat, and I guess we had enough moisture and reserve moisture to carry those. Bigger crops through. I'm I'm just shocked to tell you the truth. So, uh, just kind of out of curiosity, how many uh, acres are you harvesting this year? Total, we're not big farmers. We're about 1,300 right around there. Yeah, I grew up on a grain farm uh, with the same amount of acreage, uh, 1,300. So, yeah, we have uh, t- uh, my my wife and I and uh, my crew are we're kind of getting aged a little bit. So we have a custom harvester here to help us out with. I promised them 400 acres just with a combine and. 
and uh, that's going to help us out here. What would you say is kind of your favorite part about uh, you know being on the farm and doing all this? I find it very satisfying and gratifying growing a good crop, uh, managing it, but it's it's getting harder. My wife would like to see us really tail down, you know, s slow down. So that's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to let go. Um, uh, I'm married to my land, so I don't know what we're going to do here. <laughs> we, we, we're going to have to do it. It's just, the time is here. Any uh, succession plans or? Well, that's hard. We got nobody coming into the farm. Mm. Uh, there's nobody. So that's hard. Uh, I don't want to see anybody else farming my land, but I guess I'm going to have to. It's going to happen. You know, we're going to have to move out of province so I don't see what's going on here. I'm only teasing when I say that. <laughs> You kind of had me there for a second. <laughs> well, once again, I just want to say congratulations and uh, safe harvest the rest of the way. Thank you, and thank you, CKRM. That's my conversation with Brad Lechner, the latest winner of the 620 CKRM Country Cookout for the harvest season. Uh, after the break, we have the market update. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola is down $5.20 at $704.52. Number one red spring wheat is up $0.71 cents at $339.17 a metric ton. The rest were unchanged. Durham at $514.74. Feed barley $282.58. Chickpeas $1036.17. Flax $561.54. Lentils $867.50. Oats $310.32. Yellow peas 382.89, feed wheat 223.56. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is down one and one quarter cents at seven dollars and seventy-seven and three quarter cents a bushel. Up next is the live livestock report. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now, the Livestock Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of September 12th. Our last regular sale was on August 30th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.40 to $1.55. D3 cows sold from $1.20 to $1.40. Counter cows sold from $0.80 cents to $1.10. Half rats sold from $2 to $2.45. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.60 to $1.72. We had a pre-sorted yearling sale here on September 11th. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $3.38 and sold up to $3.82. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $3.47 and sold up to $3.67. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $3.33 and sold up to $3.52. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $3.11 and sold up to $3.42. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $2.76 and sold up to $3.18. Heifers were 20 to 30 cents back from the steers. We also had a few calves at this sale. 400 to 450 pound steers sold for $4.41 a pound. And 500 to 600 pound steers 
sold for $4.13 a pound. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 700-pound black steers at $3.51 a pound, a group of 790-pound black steers at $3.42 a pound, a group of 890-pound Angus steers at $3.18 a pound, and a group of 990-pound exotic steers at $3 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. The latest pork prices are at $210.40 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. An oil and gas industry group is blaming Canada's regulatory system for a possible extended delay to the Trans Mountain Pipeline project. The Explorers and Producers Association of Canada says its members are frustrated by news that the pipeline may not be ready until December 2024 instead of early next year. That revised time frame was put forward as a worst-case scenario by Trans Mountain Corporation, which is trying to get the Canada Edge Energy Regulator to approve a route deviation. Tristan Goodman, president and CEO of the industry group, is blaming the situation on Canada's regulatory system, which the energy sector has long complained puts too much pressure on companies alone to stave off every unforeseen roadblock or voice of opposition. On on the markets, excuse me, the TSX is up 44 points at 20,267. The Dow is up 26 points to 34,672. Oil is down 48 cents at $88.36 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 73.80 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the on-demand SaskAg Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's SaskAg Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.